0: okay good morning good afternoon or good evening everybody today is friday november 19th 2021 and we're just gonna dive right into it because boy oh boy is it a big day for news all over the world whether you're in africa whether you're in europe whether you're in australia whether you're in you know north america you name it whether you're in russia whatever it is lots and lots of news going on today so First off, we're going to be jumping all over the place a little bit. I try to organize it as best I can, but so much news has been coming out, I figured let's dive into it. So Germany's incoming coalition government has now officially agreed to legalize cannabis. Again, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I live in Canada. Uh, that's my primary country of residence. Um, I've, you know, obviously I'm a citizen here and all that. Weed's been, marijuana has been legalized to a very large extent, and I have to say, um, it doesn't seem to be creating any issues when, it, as it pertains to people driving and things like that. Don't get me wrong. There are still very significant issues, but again, I would dare to say that marijuana is far safer than alcohol in many different regards, and that's no disrespect to people who like alcohol. I've, you know, I've had my fair share of drinking too, and I fully understand that. But again. Again, um, if, as long as the people are okay with it and the the official you know um, process of the way in which they wanted to legalize this in a legislative manner went through, so be it, right? Um, and if they don't like it, there could always be appeals and things like that. The next thing is that according to the FBI, Iranian nationals have been charged with interfering in the 2020 U.S. presidential election. I got to be skeptical of the fact that this might be a diversion tactic. And I, I'm not saying that because, you know, again... When I say diversion tactic, I don't mean that there weren't Iranians that didn't interfere, that interfered or not. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm saying they could have taken this and just the FBI could have taken this example of these two individuals and have you know sensationalized or exaggerated it. And I say that because, as we will see shortly in the upcoming news points that I'll be covering uh, in a, in a couple minutes, the FBI and again uh, for those that are members that have you know listened to the conversation I've had with Maria Farmer, you name it. In addition to some others that you'll be seeing shortly. The FBI is not all, you know, fine and dandy. They're no spring chicken, ethically, morally, you name it. A lot of, we have to remember too. The FBI initially was set up in order to, in a lot of regards, arguably protect the Italian mob back in the day when the mob had a very strong influence within America um, that that's quite a debate, you know, the J. Edgar Hoover building, that whole thing there but with that being said, this is why I have to question these things, uh, especially which takes me to my next point pertaining to the FBI using counterterrorism tactics and labeling, uh, you know, sur- counter-terrorism tactics, excuse me, against that of parents who are opposing critical race theory. Now, whether you're for critical race theory or not, I'm not trying to get into that whole debate. The point is, take a step back, look at what's happening here. Whether you're for it or not, put politics aside. A domestic agency, a national agency, has decided to therefore now use terrorist like tactics against parents. What happened to freedom of speech expression? Don't even get me started. Now, what this reminds me of uh, when Annie Jacobson went on Joe Rogan a, two or three years back, and she talked about, she made a great point, in my opinion, talking about how, you know, the the government in general generally tends to switch the names of the things they do because of the labeling in order to sort of get public approval to do such things. For example, it's not waterboarding. It's uh, enhanced interrogation. You know, back in the old days during, you know, with Reagan and Kennedy, the, their, the presidential kill list, which does exist, they would change the words up every administration every four to eight years they would change the terms you know it's not the kill list it's you know um it's uh it's the preemptive consolidation list think about that preemptive consolidation like you you see what i'm see what i'm trying to get at here so the fbi will use these tactics and then say you know counterterrorism tactics but no it's not really but it might be a this is the problem and it just comes down to one thing i don't trust the people at the top just my opinion but the next thing is that the oklahoma governor Stick grants uh, has Oklahoma Governor Stitt, excuse me, has granted clemency and has commuted Julius Jones's death sentence to life without parole following public pressure. Again, this is great to see. Assuming there was no corruption here and the people were really, you know, outspoken and wanting um, Mr. Jones here, uh, Jones's death sentence to uh, to, to be removed and, and they feel, you know, it was not uh, necessary. Great. I don't, personally at least, I don't uh, I don't believe, you know, uh, people should die for no reason. Again, it's that's when a bit of a moral ethical debate there, so I don't want to just paint that with a broad brush, so to speak. But anyways, the next thing is that NBC has admitted, uh, admits the incident, claims no wrongdoing and says they regret the incident and will fully cooperate with the authorities on any investigation. Those that are not familiar with this, let me explain. This has to do with the Kyle Rittenhouse um, uh, jury, uh, was followed home. Two nights ago, as of the day I'm recording this, if I'm not mistaken, one of the jurors was followed home by, I believe, an MSNBC reporter. This is interesting, right? MSNBC, NBC, I believe they're one and the same or their they're sister companies or something like this. But we see here now, again, the way in which there was witness intimidation or witness tampering by a mainstream media outlet if i don't i don't want to get the facts wrong so i don't want to say you know at first they denied it or didn't or yada yada a lot of speculation a lot of you know rumors flying at the time that this initially came out however to follow this up Kyle Rittenhouse as of the time i'm recording this has been found not guilty on all charges So again, you know, we're going to see here now at the same time, sources have been saying this is not my, these are not my sources. This is what I've been reading all over the place that a lot of these mainstream media outlets could in fact, if they don't retract and apologize real quick, and even then they could still be sued for defamation for calling Kyle Rittenhouse a mass murderer, things like this, and maybe even worse. You know what? This is what I say, like when, you know, GoFundMe took down Kyle Rittenhouse's campaign Uh, his 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 fundraiser rather in order to help uh, you know fund his legal fees i think he raised close to a million dollars if not more than gofundme took it away and i don't think they gave him the money either don't quote me on that second part but the point is this this is what i'm saying this is why i don't like to comment on things at the time because it divided so many people and now we see with the evidence what's really coming out this is why i like to say i'm not trying to say i told you so but i like to say folks let's take a step back let's be neutral And let's see what the ruling has to say and what, what, you know, the process of that ruling. Was there any corruption? What have you? The only corruption there seems to be was that the mainstream media is so pissed off they tried to uh, intimidate a a juror. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, really? So, again... um. You know, you, you take a look at this and you see that th- this is just insane. It, it's just, it really is. So anyways, the um the next thing is that Germany has imposed new curbs on unvaccinated people. Participation in public life is about to be restricted based on the hospitalization rate. Um, Yeah, German Vice, Chance- Vice Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who's expected to succeed Merkel, said, and I quote, to get through the winter, we'll see drastic measures that have not been taken before, end quote. Yeah you see this is where it starts to get interesting because again i'm not german i've never uh, i don't no i haven't been to germany and um again i, I at least to the best of my recollection and uh, it's um it's for the german people to decide in my uh in 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 my opinion now here's the thing if the pe- the german people in in, in large part disagree th- the question is how do you voice that concern they say protest right but again going back to my point sounding like a broken clock maybe a uh, broken uh, uh even my point being that even a broken clock is right twice a day meaning that again are the politicians going to outlast the protesters or not like what's what's really going to happen here what's going to occur here in order for this to not happen so that people can get what they want in other regards now again if there's if uh, if the vast majority of people in germany say hey we want this to happen huh, so be it what else um what else can i say right so the next thing is that the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, has said nothing has changed. Business should go forward. She said those words uh, pertaining to the uh, OSHA court-ordered federal vaccine mandate. So despite two court orders to stop the OSHA federal vaccine mandate, she goes, no, no, I'll just keep carrying on. I thought Trump was the one messing with the destroying democracy. You see what I'm saying here, folks? I think the big, the lesson we should learn here is not about Trump versus Biden, left versus right. The, the If I'm being consistent, if we look at Iran-Contra back in the day, you name it they'll break the law whenever they want republican or democrat in my humble opinion we're seeing that more and more right speaking of which kamala harris's communications director has left the administration after reports that the staff are infighting and her boss is being sidelined i mean okay she's now she has left it's official so i mean it is consistent with that so um the next thing is that biden's 1.8 trillion build back better plan would add 360 367 billion dollars to the us deficit over 10 years cbo says um However, the White House claims the Build Back Better uh, plan would reduce the deficit by 112 billion over the next decade in its new analysis. Now, here's the thing: first off, I don't care who says what. One analyst says what the White House says. You name it. People keep saying, you know, what's in the Biden Build Back Better plan? You see how it started off as like this big bill, spending bill, and then all of a sudden, once the lobbyists got involved, it went from being, you know, net zero emissions bill and all that stuff to all of a sudden roads and bridges, roads and bridges. That's what they say every time they introduce a mass spending bill: roads and bridges. They tweet about it. They all do. Republican, Democrat, we need roads and bridges. I don't even see the roads and the, the, the fresh roads and bridges being built now as it pertains to the second part of this claim it says here the White House claims the build back better would reduce the deficit by 112 billion over the next decade in its new analysis I want to be very clear here folks from my understanding someone please correct me if I'm wrong here I believe there is a difference between the overall debt of the of the nation and the deficit of a nation there's a difference. There's the you can't mix up the debt with the deficit. If I'm not mistaken, the deficit is the yearly uh spending debt on a yearly basis or a bi-yearly basis, something of the sort. Don't quote me on it, but I do know there is a difference. The debt is the overall debt in which a nation holds. It's either that or it's flipped around the other way. Please forgive me for not having my facts straight, but I do know for a fact that there is a difference. So, the next thing is that Austria has imposed a nationwide lockdown for 20 days for the entire population from Monday and will force the entire population to be vaccinated. As of february 2022 it is the first european country and one of the first in the world to impose compulsory coronavirus vaccination you see this is what i'm concerned about this is what i was saying in the sense of not trying to fear all it takes is one european nation to fall metaphorically in in my eyes and then the rest just like a like a like a domino effect they just follow 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 right the next thing is that Hillary uh, Hillary Clinton has said that Bitcoin threatens the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency and destabilizes the uh, nations around the world. I'm going to leave that there. She got paid a boatload of money, I'm sure. I saw some of the clips of when she said it. She was speaking at, you know, those mainstream media elite conferences and the whole thing. They're so detached from reality. Now, putting the crypto thing aside, too. Like, I mean, uh, whatever. The next thing is that the FDA has approved Pfizer and Moderna's vaccine booster shots under emergency use author- authorization for all adults in the U.S. Again, emergency, youth, uh, uh, emergency use authori- authorization, excuse me. Um, I can't really speak today, but they're gl- they're glowing right over the fact that it's an emergency use authorization. Again, I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that Germany uh, has produced... Um, their producer price inflation has jumped 18.4% year-on-year year in October, the highest increase since 1951. Again, you know, um... It, uh, yeah, it's... Sigh... It's, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not an expert economist, so I don't want to just sit here and say the world's going to hell, generally speaking, because you can you can take that out of context in so many ways. So let's leave that there for now. The next thing is that Biden uh, planned to transfer power to Kamala Harris while undergoing a colonoscopy under anesthesia. Harris would be the first woman to hold presidential powers as Biden undergoes the physical. Um, his Walter Reed visit was not included in Thursday night's preview of the White House daily schedule. From my understanding, um, he uh, has now been given his powers back, presidential powers back. Again, we're just going off of word of mouth here um that's what it's come down to because we see how much the mainstream media lies right kamala did hold power for a little bit he says that he's back biden also said that he stands by the jury's decision in the Rittenhouse trial he said i feel great i quote uh, and i quote i feel great and so i'm now looking forward to celebrating my 58th birthday end quote 58th did he say 50 i can't believe he said that oh my god okay the guy uh, they're gonna the white house is gonna say you know he's still under anesthesia the whole thing yeah okay so what do you explain what do you have to how do you explain the gaffes and all the other crap? Anyways, the next thing is that many U.S. media outlets and journalists labeled Kyle Rittenhouse, who acted in self-defense, a mass murderer or worse, and many now face defamation lawsuits, as I mentioned earlier. So we'll move on from that. The next thing is that the FDA has asked the federal judge to make the public wait until the year 2076 to disclose all of the data and information it relied upon to license Pfizer's COVID vaccine. Huh... That should tell you all you need to know right there, but it gets even better or worse, depending on how you want to look at it. Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, uh, uh, plans to sign bills stopping the federal vaccine mandate at a press conference in Brandon, um, uh, according to media advisory. Good, good. I mean, this is just my opinion saying good, but it's more so about the freedom of things rather than that of, you know, the control narrative, if you will. We can decide the politics later, but this is, in my opinion, blatant medical apartheid. Uh, The next thing is that the DOJ has sentenced Jacob Chansley to 41 months in prison. For those who don't know who he is, that's the QAnon shaman. (laughs) So, again, make of that as you will. I don't really know where I stand on that, honestly. But, again, um, speaking of which, we will get... uh, uh, we'll be covering the fact that Bill Gates, uh, basically, if I can see here very quickly, pardon me, uh, essentially funneled, if I'm not, yeah, Bill Gates had given 319 million and probably a lot more to selected media outlets to amass considerable influence over certain narratives, according to an investigation done by Mint Mint Press News. I got a lot of respect for Mint Press News, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Whitney Webb used to work there. I think she's done a fantastic job with her investigative journalism. So again, when we see things like that, uh, you know, it, it really makes you think. That's why I say good news, bad news. Tit for tat, right? DeSantis does that, but then we find this out about Gates, right? The next thing is that the U.S. reduces Strategic petroleum reserve by 3.2 million barrels, the lowest deposit level since 2003, according to the EIA. It's interesting to see this the 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 alleged strategy going on here, right? So again, we'll we'll see what happens, but um, it, we'll we'll follow up on that in a second. The next thing is that thousands protest in Iran's uh, Ish-fahan to demand the revival of the river. Protesters gather on the dried up riverbed of the Zayendeh Rud River, demanding action to return water to the river. Again, this is what the people want, the government should listen. But here again, it's it's the government of Iran, and I'm not trying to, you know, downplay any of that. I, I have a lot of Iranian friends, great, great people, but it's the regime that's more, you know, divisive, conflictual, you name it. So that's where the, the the sort of issue comes into play there. The next thing is that Hamas reacts with fury as Britain moves to ban the group. The UK Home Secretary, uh, Priti Patel is pushing to ban the Palestinian movement under the Terrorism Act. Okay, we can talk about, you know, the Mossad and and, and the Israeli uh, government, not the people, the Israeli government's influence on this. However, again, this is one of those things where when you look at Hamas, it's up to individual perception as to whether or not this is a terrorist group or not. And I'm not not trying to uh, create a cop-out answer or dodge uh, discussing this. The reason why I say this is because it really depends how deeply ingrained within a particular culture you were grown up in. Now, don't get me wrong when you might be thinking, Dave, what the hell? Hamas is a terrorist group. What are you talking about? Well... It's it's hard to say. In theory, yes, technically, but again, relative to whose perception, I'm not defending them. What I'm saying here is that we need to be neutral and take our emotion out of it, in my opinion at least, and say, okay... Where do they, Again, this is one of those things, in my opinion, you can't resolve and have you know, the people with it, that are part of Hamas living amongst others unless they truly believe in the same you know, uh, cultural beliefs, moral, ethical beliefs, which is why I think in some cases you would take up the example, allegedly, of what some of these extraterrestrial factions do, which is literally just stay out of our way, we stay out of yours, mind your own business, and you know, um, you know, we, we, we politic whenever we need to whenever we get step on each other's feet uh, by accident, so to speak. The next thing is that Iran has condemned U.S. sanctions over the bid to meddle in the 2020 vote. The U.S. Justice Department has indicted two Iranians over the online disinformation and threat campaign to influence U.S. voters in presidential elections. Um again, we, we see here, for example, that, you know, the U.S. slapped sanctions on Iran. Again, they're doing that again with Nicaragua saying that they denounce what's going on there. I think with Ortega, if I'm not mistaken, we got to look at all angles here, folks. I'm not telling you what to believe. Uh, at least I hope I'm not, but we got to look at every angle before we say, hold on, are we? is our nation, whoever, whether it's, you know, you live in Italy, Germany, Spain, you name it, or U.S., Canada, is our nation, really? are they really the good guys here? Right? The next thing is that the largest trove of leaked African bank documents showed a private bank in the Democratic Republic of Congo was used to channel at least 138 million dollars of public funds to former president Joseph Kabila's family and associates according to routers again, it's it, 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 It's corruption they got caught It's as simple as that. I mean, that's the reality of things. The next thing is that global investment money is flooding into Africa's fintechs. Fintech startups drew more than 60% of all venture funding that flowed into Africa last quarter. We got to keep an eye on Africa, whether it's the CCP, whether it's the US, we're going to see. Speaking of which, Biden plans to hold an Africa summit to boost cooperation, according to Antony Blinken. The announcement comes during the US Secretary of State's first first official trip to sub-Saharan Africa. Again, I could see maybe they're trying to play catch up with China in this regard. There's much more deeper intrinsic covert and intelligence apparatuses that are involved with Africa, in my opinion, at a, much, at a multi-pronged scale, if you ask me. The next thing is that India's Modi, Prime Minister Modi, says he will repeal the controversial farm laws. He says he's decided to withdraw three farm laws that sparked year-long protests. Yeah, I mean, those, those really did. I figured he was going to do this. I had a feeling, putting politics aside, people were too upset, in my opinion. So, uh, the next thing is that Biden has pushed China, India, and Japan to release their oil reserves, uh, according to sources. The U.S. is seeking a coordinated release of crude stockpiles to lower global energy prices. Again, they may be fighting with one another, these other nations, and things like that. But again, if it's in the interest of all of them, it's possible that they will do it. Uh, more so, I'm speaking of China, like the CCP. The next thing is that there is a political shakeup on the horizon as Chile plans to elect a new president. Leftist and far-right presidential candidates are two clear frontrunners heading into the Chilean elections on Sunday. Okay, presuming there's no corruption and all that. Let's see what happens. Let's see what the people want. The next thing is that North American leaders hail ties but fail to resolve tensions. In the first U.S.-Canada-Mexico summit in five years, there have been strains over trade and immigration uh, concerns looming large. Yeah, apparently the meeting between the Mexican President Trudeau and Biden didn't really go too well i didn't even know trudeau went there i mean it's so funny to see trudeau being heckled in a a town over from where i live and then at the same time this guy's at this in my opinion this joke of a guy's in the white house with biden over there so you know um just goes to show you that you can do anything in life if you put your mind to it um the next thing is that the Amazon deforestation in Brazil has surged to a 15-year high. The Space Research Agency findings come after the Brazilian government at the COP26 climate summit pledged to end illegal deforestation by 2028. Again, I'm not putting the whole you know official narrative aside and things like that. I don't like to see when... Um, uh, personally, I don't like to see when such things occur. It's unfortunate to see uh, w- with any natural um, you know area of the planet. For me, I'm very simple in that regard. The next thing is that China is using the maritime militia to assert claim on the South China Sea. New reports find that Beijing is funding hundreds of vessels that it uses to back its expansive claim in the disputed waters. <sighs> Tit for tat, it's a chess game, right? Um, The next thing is that collapse of tourism has cost five Asian nations 1.6 million jobs, according to the UN. These nations include Philippines, Vietnam, Thailand, Mongolia, and Brunei. Um, Again, it's, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. There was going to be damage because the pandemic, granted, initially, people didn't know what this was, you name it, right? Presuming it's legitimate for the sake of YouTube and things like that, I got to say, but we could also argue very strongly they didn't have to lose that much. Again, it, this just goes to show you Big Pharma seems to take president on a global scale in many regards, and it's so sad. Um, the next thing is that uh, we see here, House Republicans have obtained whistleblower documents showing that the FBI is using counterterrorism tools to investigate and add, quote, threat tags, quote, to American parents. This contradicts Attorney General Garland's sworn uh, testimony, as I mentioned um, earlier. Yeah, so again, uh Let's see what comes of this. The next thing is that FBI agents have searched a plot of land in the U.S. state of New Jersey after a deathbed confession renewed hope of solving union boss Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance 50 years ago. Why are they still looking into this? The Jimmy Hoffa thing? I am just. I mean, you know how many people like Michael Francis, that that former mobster? He says, trust me, he did a Reddit AMA. He goes, believe me, they'll never find Hoffa's body. Some people say that, you know, it was cut up into a car and then squished. And then, I mean... I don't know the mystery anymore at this point. I feel like it's just the, the mystique behind it is gone, but, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, I could be wrong. The next thing is that Belarus's authoritarian leader has told the BBC it is, quote, absolutely possible, end quote. Again, the uh, BBC calls him authoritarian. I'm skeptical of that, because, again, if I'm not on the ground myself, I don't believe neither CNN or Fox News, to give you an example. Um... But he says it is absolutely possible his forces helped migrants cross into Poland, but denies they were invited. Thousands of migrants, mainly from the Middle East, have been trying to get into the EU via Belarus for months. In an exclusive interview, Alexander Lukashenko uh, said, quote, We're Slavs. We have hearts. Our troops know the migrants are going to Germany. Maybe someone helped them. I won't even look into this. End quote, he added. Hey, at least he's being completely brutal and honest. At least he's not BSing and saying, oh, you know, we'll all con- uh, conduct a, pre- pre- ble- excuse me, ble- a preliminary investigation or, you know, yada, yada, that kind of crap. No, at least he's saying I'm not going to do it. I don't care. I, I got to give him, uh, you know, props for being blunt and straightforward, right? Uh, the next thing is that, Or rather, sorry, excuse me, the final thing is that female workers at Tesla's Fremont factory in California face, quote, nightmarish conditions of rampant sexual harassment, according to a lawsuit brought by a female employee, Jessica Baratza, who worked night shifts at the factory, said she experienced near daily catcalls and inappropriate touching. Miss Baratza is seeking uh, compensatory compensatory and punitive damages uh, from the firm. Tesla did not respond immediately to requests for comment, end quote. Look, we got to be consistent, we got to be fair. Regardless of the workplace, regardless of if we like the company or not, if there are sexual harassment allegations, it should be followed through uh, with the appropriate procedure and, and legal proceedings necessary to determine what's going on there. I think that's a load of... I mean... Look, I understand it's natural biology for men to be attracted to women. I know again that maybe I might get shit on for saying that these days, because you know, with the LGBTQ community and all that kind of stuff. But uh, putting that all all that aside, I you know, I got respect for everyone. Uh, again, relative to my 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 views on just not oversensationalizing things, relative to you know, trying to just get attention. But can't like guys just you know, and I'm uh, easier said than done, you know. But can't guys just not you know you do that in a certain way, there's a respectful way of showing a a woman, I would imagine, that you are interested in them, whether it's, you know, sexually or otherwise. I really do believe there's a a respectful way of doing it. Why it can't be done the respectful route? Again, is hard to say. Now, people, you know, your version, your definition of respect might be different than mine, but I think generally speaking, using common sense, we would all kind of gather, at least if we've been born on this planet Earth, what that would mean and lead to, right? So without further ado, we got a live stream coming today. We got a uh, early access and a members-only episode coming, both for the members this weekend. Lots more coming as well, working on behind the scenes, and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.